spread one love, okay? Thanks for tuning in to us, the Eminem Show. Welcome back, everyone, to another fresh, crazy live episode of the Eminem Show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, we are here at the One Love Massive headquarters. Shout out to Nick and DJ Mike Phillips, who got us on the sound, on the lights, making us look crispy and shiny today. And we have a special guest with us today. We've got the one, the only, DC's... Uptown XO, welcome. XO, baby. Yes. We're so excited to have you. What's up, y'all? And uh, as per usual, we are here with the lovely, sometimes naughty, always cosmic, (laughs) (laughs) Jay Mills. How you doing, Jay Mills? Really great, man. Fresh-faced and ready to party, yo. Hey, hey, hey. Hey. I feel like... Spring is is coming out of you. It's captivated. You know, you've got a positive energy about you today. Word I'm changing. excited for tonight's metaphysical Word. moment. I'm excited too. I have no idea what I'm gonna talk about. Sweet. And that's how I like it. It's always <laughs> organic. It's always wild. It's always interesting. <laughs> and we are here with Molly Ruined. Hey. How are you doing? I'm good, man. I'm Glad good. to see you. It's good to see you. Glad to be back in the house of love. Indeed. It's nice to be here too. Yeah. Yeah. Tuesday. Keeping it keeping you know? it fresh. <laughs> it's not just for tacos anymore. No. Or is it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 so dumb. <coughs> what so kind sorry. of tacos? Oh, she asked. Oh. <laughs> I did. What other kind of tacos are there? <laughs> I don't know, man. There's all kinds of tacos. Beef tacos. Chicken tacos. Steak. Tacos. Fish. <laughs> tacos. I don't know what's going on right now. Tofu Actually. tacos. <laughs> Tofu tacos. For yes. the record, I'm not. You no, know, sure. this is the millennial era, era, so you can't leave that out. Veggie most, tacos. Er, most erotic what? conversation about dinner. Ever. There's a taco for everyone. There is a tongue taco tacos. For whoa, whoa. I mean, that's real. Ooh. Wait a minute. You know, Cow tongue. No, that's La lengua. No, that's coming. I know that's already lengua, been done, though. Yeah. That's definitely been done. Tongue tacos, yeah. You know, the, I think the most interesting <laughs> taco <laughs> I've ever had was uh, downtown in Chinatown at um, the Jose Andres restaurant Oya. They serve like the cricket tacos Ooh. there. No way. And um, you know, it wasn't my favorite flavor, but it wasn't horrible either. Like, I think it's like an acquired taste or something. It's like soft shell crab. Like, it, was, it doesn't really matter because it's just deep fried or what. No, no, no. It wasn't deep fried. It was like. Um, I actually, I don't know. Actually, I don't know how it was, <laughs> but it was like marinated and cooked in like this kind of. I think it was like a ashiote, if I'm saying that right, like a red kind of <clears throat> sauce with the blood of its enemies. Maybe it was like real pungent, so it wasn't um, my hmm. favorite thing. But yeah, that's the most interesting taco I've ever. That reminds I know, me. I know somebody in South Central LA. Uh, some black, some 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 black family that live in a Chicano. Spanish neighborhood that 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 that, that you know mixed it with some chitlin tacos, you know what I'm saying? 
Yeah, that's probably Chitlin not talk, a good taco. You know. Is that real? You know Chitlin them? Taco. You know those people? No, but I know it is. <laughs> I had a really strange <laughs> taste. Chitlin tacos. You, know you just that? know it exists. <laughs> I had a strange tasting taco. Greens, greens with the what salsa on it. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you can Vanessa. make anything into a taco, you know, so. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, I want to, I want to. <laughs> went right. Uh, <laughs> did I miss something? She said nope. something very inappropriate, Miss Nikki. <laughs> it's not time for that yet. <laughs> So Which is wanna, exactly why it's time for that. I want to <laughs> just uh, hear how everyone's week's been going, you know, before we get into the meat of the conversation. It's always just nice to, like, check in and see what's going on in people's lives. So, um, you know what, J-Mills, because you've been so naughty already, <laughs> apparently, <laughs> what's going on in your week? What's inspiring you? What's been happening <clears throat> in the world? I um, started my week. Uh, shout out to the National Cannabis Festival. This is Weed Week. Yay. Had a crazy weed weekend. Um, shout outs to Viceland yeah. uh, being a part of that. I don't know if I'm going to make it on the actual episode, but, you know, I was there. I was in the building. The cameras was there. For, for where, where, um, where was this? This was uh, with the King Weedy. <clears throat> the Viceland bus was out there. It was the VIP invite Wait, only. a while ago or this is recent? This was uh, this weekend. Oh, shit. Yeah. That Man. sounds awesome. Yeah. I always miss all the cool Pretty, stuff. Uh, it, was, it was nice to be there. You I know? love that channel also. Yeah. Great programming. I like it too. Yeah. And like, you know, the producers and everything, like they really are, you can tell they love what they do. You yeah. know, they have fun putting that putting that event together. Um, the event, it had, I mean, if I had to guess, maybe like a pound of flour just out and about and it's all these different you do with your love. jars and <laughs> bowls and <laughs> <laughs> like a thousand packs of paper and endless lighters raw in the <laughs> building probably it was a weed lover's paradise sounds like i mean yeah it was it was pretty cool it was a giant just peaceful cipher no vendors just That's you know good. exercising our right to consume cannabis in a residence in the nation's capital. And then this weekend, you're judging at the National Cannabis Fest, I was a judge for the cannabis tank, for the canna tank, for uh, people who had cannabis businesses to apply for sponsorships. I've already done my part of the judging for the first round judges. This Saturday is the final round. Um, (laughs) I was in a canna, I lifted yoga class that was sponsored by the NCF. And this Saturday, they also are going to have free yoga all day nice. there. With the Yo, fruit? I got to say, high yoga is dope as fuck, man. Like, yoga is cool, but high yoga? Like when you high doing yoga. Yo. I mean, does anybody exercise not high? Like I mean, some general? exercises, like, I can't do good cardio high as fuck. Sometimes, some, not, mm, not, the, not really. Yeah. I can get got high afterwards. Are they gonna have the fruit at this yoga? I do both. Studio. Are you guys going to the cannabis? Are you going to the cannabis festival? I mean, it's outdoors. I might go. I'm kind of pregnant, you know, and just been chilling inside for the most part. Not mad at that. Watching movies and stuff. I've been going to see a lot of movies, but I don't know if I'm well, gonna go sit outside. But I do want to see Cypress Hill. NCI. I'm excited to enjoy it for I'm um Yeah man, shout out to Pinky. She said she was gonna come up here, man. Um Pinky about to come up right now. 
Look at this. This is DC music yes. right here, everyone. It's the D dot. D dot. Yeah. Yeah. Just a glass of champagne. What's Hello. up, girl? What's up? Yes. I'm about to go see Bacchanal at, um, at the Santa. Oh, nice. Oh, what, they alive tonight? Yep. Damn, how long they... When they... <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. When they hit early? When they hit? Yeah, now. They already hit. Damn. You know what I mean? I'm about to hit it. Right. Oh, they that. Oh, I just made my door. Damn. Yes. I, know, I still right? make this. I know, right? I always miss Backyard and laugh. So much excitement happening right now at One Love Massive. Completely. Hey, yo, we need another camera yeah, <laughs> right yeah. here because this, this door is, is legendary, no. man. Right now. It's mad epic. No Look doubt. at your nails, Pinky. I know, they're popping. Yeah, hey, hey. <laughs> You're prepared for 420 week. I'm ready. Yeah, man. I think that was... That was pretty much it. For so, me. yeah, we're going to be doing live podcasting from Cannabis Festival. We got like an end cap double tent action. Oh, yeah. So, y'all got to come through and just like, you know, yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. I don't have a booth this year. What? Come kick it. I just, I was, this is my first time being able just to enjoy. Come kick it. You Hell can just like fuck with people yeah. all day. Pretty much. <laughs> I'm gonna be with that shit, man. Shout out to the National Cannabis uh, Festival going down this Saturday, 421. Um, This Friday, they have the Policy Summit, which is going on. Um, Definitely want to make sure that we are all a part of that. Yeah. I need to hit Caroline up. Caroline, if you're watching this, hit me up. Right, should have tagged her. Tag the National Cannabis Fest. Tag Caroline. Caroline National Cannabis city. Fest this Friday. Folks. Yeah, man. On Saturday. Make sure you get your ass. Peace, y'all. Love you, Pinky. Stigma. <laughs> Yo, his Yo. outfit, though, in all red. I was like, I need that. Yeah. That was fresh. That joint just had me, like, flashback. That shit was hot. I love how, like, retro stuff is coming back. Shout out to Tommy Hilfiger. No doubt that, is, <laughs> and the thing about that is, it's like the things that last over time. You notice, damn, that was always hot. You know what I'm saying we were just mm-hmm. paying attention to whatever was trendy. Shit, you know what I'm saying? I mean, classic cl- shit is like show to Adidas. Never yes. go out of style. Never, never. class never. never goes out of style. And what's interesting is that there's this cycle that repeats every 20 years, and you just see the clear buildup from it. You know, mm-hmm. right now we can look back at the 90s. We can look back at the 70s. 90s, 70s, same shit. We can look at the 80s and we can look at the 60s. Yeah. But then the 50s was on some whole other like space. It's, it's something yeah. about it. We go yeah. to this postmodern, futuristic, break the mold. I'm an individual to everybody's wearing this. This is, wait, you know, chill out while we all doing all that crazy stuff to two years later. Like, yo, fuck that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Bright hair colors, big earrings. Right. I'm here for all of that. I love it. I feel like oh. it keeps refining itself as it repeats itself, and yeah. we get more futuristic, and we're just being more creative every time the cycle flips, and like, we get cut, but then we rise back up even stronger. So, yeah, man, so true. Shout outs to creative expression through dress. It's what yeah. we did before yes. we even had <laughs> mirrors, which is I love to think about that <clears throat> when people. Like, yeah, you know, I don't have my makeup right now. But (laughs) 
<laughs> or do I? <laughs> but the thing is, you don't need makeup, though. Exactly. You but don't, you before, don't need the makeup. Before there were mirrors, we painted our faces. Yeah, but for different. We painted our faces back then. It was with different meanings. <sighs> Think made, about that. It made to emulate different spirits and things like that. You know? And yeah. you had to really the trust your friends. Of the you know what I'm saying? That's what I'm saying. Like you, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, was it you or was it somebody no. else? All, All I'm saying you know? is like Cleopatra's face was beat, yo. Nefertiti's oh. face was beat. But didn't they have a mirror? Beat. At least in the a movie. still. Clear. They pool just looked at the reflection of, of themselves and they had enemies, the reflecting tears. pool. That's what they had. <laughs> reflecting pools. So you can look at yourself. The fear in people's eyes. <laughs> oh, that's great. But still, <laughs> like, what woman was like, my eyebrows? They must be plucked. Maybe maybe when she was like stoking the fire and they kept catching on fire. With the things they had to do at first, like the charcoal and the stuff they lined their eyes with and all the like we why woman, why? Why did you say this is not enough? I must do more. But it's beautiful because like we're the gardening and just different things and domestication of animals and That's just women do. just That just, was a that was a, I think that that was a domestication the, the, a domestication of us. Hmm. In a certain sense, because hmm. I, I I love women. You know what I mean. Women don't need makeup at all. We'd want it. The, yes. the creator. <laughs> of the, I want the, it. The, we the don't crea- need it. The, crea- the creator of the universe made a mistake. He didn't. But it's not like that when I was in tenth grade. This teacher asked me. This was at a time when I was wearing colored contacts and fake nails, and I was like really on all some other that. shit, right? And he asked. He was like, "Wait, I need I need to know something." Are you doing this to create beauty or to enhance it? And I said, like, what? Create create beauty. That's not that's not why you were no, doing it. No, I'm not trying to create all. beauty. Which comes from the inside, then goes out. But are you? And that's the key difference, I think, in choosing to wear makeup. You gotta first know that you're enhancing beauty. You are not creating mm-hmm. beauty. And there are women who do not feel beautiful mm. as they are when they wake up. They think it's their clothes. They think it's their job. They think it's their hair. They think it's their eyes. They think it's all of these superficial things and not who you are inside. Like, that's yeah. what makes you beautiful. Yeah. Flat out. Everything else, that's no an enhancement. It's that energy from within, you yeah. know? Like, yeah. you can see them vehicles on the roads. Like, you're not a good driver. But certain people just good drivers. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. The way they move is elegant. You know, you get certain people, they break too hard. Uh. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So and women they, are like Uber drivers. Like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you know it, everyone's on a different ride, per se. Everyone's on a different so journey to discovering. The way you move is going to attract who you attract. Is, is going to be attracted to, you know, that, that, that movement or swagger, as, as they would say, you know. Some I think some no. people like that jerky style <laughs> energy. And they do no, like no, that jerk. Because no, no. hey, anyway. you know what though? I was like that though, like almost like, like OG told me. Right? OG told me like youngin, you gotta have more finesse with your cause I was just so like ah, just like rugged, you know what I'm saying? Even like when I how I used to approach like girls that I liked in high school and stuff like that. I I was the guy that like, <laughs> hey, hey. Oh. Grab her arm. Come here, girl. I oh, thank you. Shit. Oh. That's too much. That girl, is too much. Way too much. <laughs> you look good, I'm so girl. aggressive. You know what I'm saying? So oh, aggressive. my gosh. I'm alarmed. See, <laughs> so you got to have more finesse. I'm alarmed. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But when, when you have that, it's like you got to think, though. Yeah. You got to think. And then you got to think of something to say that 
won't make her won't interested make her in frightened. You. <laughs> right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So when you get your mind taking over your body like that, and just boom, I just started getting. I just started being a man. Like when Bill Bellamy came out when the little, with the uh, movie, I, like I did that right quick. Woo! <laughs> you know, I said I'm gonna be on the earth for a minute. I gotta experience that right quick. <laughs> so how how has your overall week been? Week. Yeah. <laughs> What's been going on in your life recently? Yo, my week been good. I've been eating good. Um, I went to Fridays this week for the first time in years because like. Um, Down Georgetown or no? Nah, I went out Greenbelt. True. Oh, off the <laughs> for the culture. Hey now, <laughs> was this the weekend? Was it nighttime? It was off the humble. You know what I mean? Um, I was with my lady, you know, and um, uh, I remember back in the day, like I used to go there, like for my birthday and stuff like that, and I used to get this certain meal, and I remember when, like, when they started franchising, getting too too big. What I what I got, it started like the chicken tenders was like. It was the frozen kind now, and I'm like, dang, they got too, they got too big. It's, it's not the same. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Too so I corporate. Just fell back. You know what I mean? <clears throat> like, and you know, how was it me. this time around though? This time around, like, I was impressed. You know, I was, I was impressed. You know what I mean? The service was just terrible though. I, ain't gonna lie. <laughs> I was gonna ask. So you the service weren't that was terrible. It was terrible. It was terrible. <laughs> yeah. That's one of them Jones. My people, my people. The service was terrible, but I remember that used to be the spot, the Fridays. Oh, shout out to the Fridays, all green belt. That used to be the spot, you know, back when we was in high school. The biker Jones, school, man. Maryland. You know what I'm saying? But my week, other than that, too, was dope. You know? Well, I'm glad to hear it's going well for you. I'm glad you had a positive week. Throwing a shout now to the old times. Uh, Molly, what's been going on with you? Oh, what's shit. good? Oh, you know. Um, or bad. What's going on? Fuck bad, man. There's, you know, you know, there's enough room for bad. Um, I uh, rented the place next door. Yeah. You know, um, to uh, turn it into an Airbnb unit and try to mitigate any noise complaints for like the live music stuff. And, uh, and it all came together in a very short period of time and, um, I decided to turn it into like an art gallery Airbnb, so I'm featuring different local artist uh, artwork in the space, um, and so people can buy the artwork when they stay there. Um, and I put a call out and got like a lot of great responses, and an awesome. artist who I really respect like was able to bring paintings like three days later, and um, it all just came together super fast, and it looks amazing in there. Um, and it's really exciting. It's exciting to have like another opportunity to support some local artists and like help put some money in some artists' hands, um, as well as like not uh, have to worry about getting noise complaints yeah. um, from neighbors and upsetting people and disrupting things. How can people find more information, like if That's they want to rent the Airbnb? Um, it's the uh, Alexis Art Gallery Airbnb in Shaw on Airbnb because um, it's the Alexis Condo building so <clears throat> there it is so um and it's beautiful it's absolutely beautiful in there i wish i could live there i go home i'm like oh man this place <laughs> <laughs> fuck that's what's up know what you mean what kind of slob lives here <laughs> well that's exciting I congratulations on that Thank success because i know uh you you needed you deserve a bounce back from last week yeah and me too yeah. Thank you. 
appreciate that. With the water and the laptop situation. Oh my God. What's uh, Mercury in retrograde is over, but now like Jupiter's fucked up, <laughs> I heard, but I don't even want to allow myself mm-hmm. to think that. I don't know about any of that. Me neither. But uh, I had I had a good week. Um, you know, I'm blessed. Uh, everything is going well with, you know, my pregnancy. I'm just getting kicked all the time. I uh, went to see the new Wes Anderson film, uh, Isle of Dogs. That was pretty interesting. And um, I don't know, just like got a lot of work done. I was just generally productive and stuff. And so that makes me feel good. I cleaned my house. Oh, shit. Got uh, more of the baby nursery kind of stuff ready, you know. So uh, what's the due date again? I know I ask you like every week. but It's uh, July 3rd. So like. Independence, baby. 70 days or something like that. It's it's coming soon. So uh, I just keep getting bigger and bigger. But yeah, I'm having a good week. I suspect that's going to keep happening, too. I know, I know. You know who's not having a good week? Who? Starbucks. Oh. Yeah, they are not. They deserve to have I a bad I know. I'm week. like, F them, though. So F them. let's run through F the story. Them. I seen some of the footage. What happened? Like, the guy was, they was waiting on one of their buddies, and they, they then they got kicked out for no reason. Okay. Somebody called the police on them. So first, there's two videos mm-hmm. that are out now. One from Philly, one from L.A. Oh, damn. Oh, damn. You can see it all the way from there. Oh, boy. (laughs) Yeah, the L.A. joint just... Yeah, that's why I think... Hmm. Hmm. So, of course, they're completely unrelated. Um, The employee of Starbucks was not Caucasian that was given the issue to the African-American male in L.A. who asked to use the restroom, and she told him no. And immediately afterwards, told a white male, "Yes, uh, I be I feel a way about all um, those labels. We can get into that in another thing. But go ahead. I mean, like white and black. I agree, but for easy points, out for everybody out there, yeah, my fault, but yeah, use those terms so we can understand. So you say L.A. and um, <coughs> what Philly, right? Philadelphia, Germantown, to be specific. Wow. Damn." <coughs> So, um, initially, the Starbucks CEO issued a letter of apology and said that he wanted to meet with the two young men from the one in Philadelphia where the initial, you know, viral video occurred. Home used to work at Starbucks. Um, These two young men were in the Starbucks. They were asked to buy something or leave. They let the attendant know that they were waiting for another friend to arrive, at which point they would order Mm -hmm. together. She was like, I don't care. I want you out calling the police. Mm. They stayed. The police came at the same time that the friend came, mm-hmm. who was white, uh, I'm sorry, not as melanated in appearance as <laughs> wow. the two men that were being I asked that Oh, man, see, now you <laughs> can't I saw that say video. anything. You know? I saw that video, and he was like, what the hell did they do? Yeah, like, exactly. What did they do? Right. No, I got to say that because the guy, he's... White and black is kind of pejorative, especially when, uh, at any rate, maybe he wasn't uh, melanin differences. Because there's light skin privilege. There's a certain paleness that you can be. They mm, grade of hair and tone of eye. You know, we can go on with these different things that get you these privileges. But anyway, yeah, that happened. The CEO was like, ah, that's so horrible. We're going to make sure we train people. But he didn't fire anybody. Mm-hmm. The manager that called the, the police, the employee that 
found his their presence to be so reprehensible that they needed to leave. Um, there was no termination of their employment, but because of protests, they left. And aren't mm-hmm. they like shutting down for a couple of days to like train? They will close everyone? all Starbucks. They announced all that shortly Starbucks? after the what? LA incident yeah, happened. Like, all Starbucks? That is them acting quickly. Oh. They're closing all Starbucks on May 29th for mandatory racial Props, education. I mean, handle it. And handle my thing is just though, you just have people in those positions that think that way. That probably doesn't represent the whole corporation, but or maybe it does represent the whole it's corporation. It's a it's a company know. culture though. You know what I mean? Uh, like, and a lot of it is like. I used to work at Starbucks right downtown K Street for years. I've had many a business meetings you know in tar- Starbucks and ordered nothing. So it's different perspectives, you know what I mean? Yeah. I've charged my phone. Yeah, I but then Starbucks there's the corporate side where it's like the employees. In my life. <laughs> Never. Like, I mean, when, now? when you're talking about corporations, though, <laughs> like corporations do a lot of shit that don't make sense, but they make more sense financially across the board. Right, so yeah. if it if it makes sense for the whole company, it makes sense even if it doesn't make any fucking sense at all. And so for them, Shut like down. their yeah. rules are to like not let people in. So if they fire that person in America, that person could turn around and then sue them oh, for unlawful blah blah blah, and it would cost more money for Starbucks to deal with that employee potentially suing them than it is for the opposite. And so it all boils down to money. Like it all cut up a check and was like, "Look, man, yeah, sorry for them. We're gonna cut you a check. Just look, let's just 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 quit. We're gonna cut you a check. Hopefully, you'll find a new job. We'll hope hopefully these couple thousand will hold you over. We'll give about three thousand. Because you know how many lawyers, like if that person got fired, you know how many lawyers would be filling up that person's inbox, being like, I will fucking represent you for free. Sure. We're trying to get some money. Millions of dollars. So that's how the corporation is doing the math on this. It's like, it's not even a human thing. It's a numbers thing. That's why our our whole shit is fucked, you know? like Yeah, they know the lawyers call call their phone, call their mother, call their grandmother. Look, we want to rep- we want to represent you. Them. So we'll apparently you they were more concerned about the lawyers yeah. for their employee than they, they were for the em- lawyers of these two black men that's really about to mop them. Right. Really about to mop them cuz now we have a couple cases and I bet if they do a call cuz people are already coming out and talking about how they have specific things that they do in specific demographics that they do not do in others mm. right. so now we have an established pattern here right like i bet the salt lake city starbucks is a whole lot different than the they have certain starbucks that you have to enter their restrooms with coins mm. just another day in so, racist capitalist corporate america <clears throat> what exactly is your organizational culture for reals. Right. Yeah. And y'all up here was pressed on this one employee and all of this because you knew what your organization, or they probably knew exactly what you're saying, what the organizational culture was. When you have an employee that does something, you can A, be like, yo, they ain't had shit to do with us. I don't know what the fuck they was doing. I don't know who trained them. They ain't get nothing like that in their training. I can disavow everything they fucking did. Fire them. Unless there is something in their training. That did give them that directive. Then in which can. case, you are responsible for their behavior. Right. And you take responsibility for their behavior and say, my bad, we'll train them better. Uh, we it must have like done I, something I've managed, wrong. I've managed businesses before, right? You know what I'm saying? And it's like a lot of a lot of businesses. DTLR, last stop. Like, you know what I mean? 
You know, back in there, that's how I met Wale. I was working at the DTL out with him. We used to be rapping together in that joint, PG Mall. I went on to met, start managing the joint like three months into the, you know what I'm saying? He went off popping on the radio, you know what I mean? <laughs> but from that perspective, I was learning about business and how it is, you know what I'm saying? My my rapport was my rapport with, with, with who I had, but I could have made some decisions like that if I was that type of person. But it's just the simple fact that in a corporation, I guess, when individuals make decisions like that, it affect it it, it, it affect the whole corporation. Yeah, yeah. and you got to either say that's, that's okay, and you didn't think it was that that's serious, and you thought that you could watch this up, and you didn't think that you you he didn't see the real problem here. The elephant in the room is that yeah, yo, racism is very prevalent in most of these na- national companies, multinational companies. Like, how do you screen for that? We're in your Employee interview, did you find out? It's not out? even a, a legal <laughs> to even ask people, like, what religion they are. Right. Or, like, so pretty how, soon you're not going to be able to ask anybody anything but, like, their social security number. I don't know. <laughs> how do you screen for racism? How what do, is your how do you know? Or, and it's not that. You're supposed to teach. It's your AOL login. Compassion. You're supposed to teach, you know, racial sensitivity. or whatever. Every... <laughs> me- it's, I don't know. Five, six, three, four, five, seven. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah, because you can't gonna even... They're going to stop naming his names. <laughs> names going to be numbers in a minute. Because people no will be offended if you say it wrong or if you <laughs> assume the wrong gender, so we're all just going to start going by numbers pretty soon. Yeah. Well, I'm curious. I mean... 531, Just, just because we're on, this, we're on this conversation about, like, corporate corporateness corporate culture anyway and uptown you were telling me that you are working on a new project called culture over corporate yes so like what is culture over corporate what does that mean to you what is the inspiration what's that about that um what that means to me is um I, I i was just looking at how uh like black folks coming out of slavery we, we 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 got like the short end of the stick intellectually, and it's like we trying to play catch up, playing catch up to like playing Monopoly and shit though, you know what I'm saying? So it's like people that that are in in, in uh, already engraved in, in in engraved in business, you know what I'm saying? They know the fundamentals effortlessly of how to just you know build something. Boom, we gonna set up shop right here. Boop, you know what I'm saying? Like I for instance, <clears throat> like you know, we were smoking funnel uptown for for a minute, you know what I'm saying? I ain't rolled this J yet because I need some funnel <laughs> from uptown. That's how I like, you know, that's how I like to do my thing. We used to get the funnel um on Ninth Street, like down the street or whatever, you know what I mean? Yeah, like right Ninth Florida, you know what I mean? Back in the day. And then with my man, we used to go to Brooklyn, me and my man Benji, who worked at Starbucks. Shout you know out to saying? Benji, too, or two. He used to work at Starbucks, that <laughs> down. <laughs> Fucking, uh. He did. Yeah, you know, man. Downtown. <clears throat> like, we used to, like, hide the, hide the weed scent in the <laughs> fucking coffee joint, you know what I'm saying? From his Starbucks dog. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, whole time, like, um, Benji. Culture, culture, culture over corporate. I remember me and Benji, right? We used to go to Brooklyn. We used to go to Brooklyn in Biggie's neighborhood. 
<laughs> Fulton and Franklin, we right there. Hella Jamaicans. And we right there. Benji, you know what I'm saying? He a little older than me, you know what I'm saying? So he put me on to like the game and shit like that. I'm just around smoking funnel because I'm around, but he's like the, the the connoisseur perspective of it. Like we smoke certain type of funnel. We don't just smoke Graba. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> this any old funnel. We getting it from this person, you know what I'm saying? Tobacco, you know what I mean? And me and Benji going up Brooklyn, getting funnel, like what, forty dollars a pound and fucking twenty seven leaves coming a pound. That's a so lot you, of funnel. Come back up. down here and it's like boom, this is where I'm getting my funnel from. My man Benji. He getting that shit from Brooklyn, biggie motherfucking neighborhood, <laughs> and we getting our funnel from him. But then it's like, okay, this is the thing uptown. Everybody, we smoke a funnel. This is like, almost like go-go. You know what I'm saying? I was started. Like, it's just natural, organic. It's something happening here. Or hip-hop. You know what I'm saying? Now it's in the gas stations and shit. Now mm -hmm. it's in the gas stations. That's crazy. And the quality, the quality of the gas station shit is just just suspect. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Mm -hmm. And, and, and then, then, then we got the other terms like, man, that's that gas station funnel, dog. We ain't fucking with that shit. You know what I'm saying? We getting our funnel from, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So have it's you, like. Have you been to Jamaica? Mm -mm. Oh, boy. But I know that's how they, like, that's 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 mm. their type of shit. You know what I'm saying? That's where we get it from. <clears throat> the Jamaicans, they used to be uptown, like, back in the day. You know what I'm saying? So what you're saying is when a corporation or a business gets a hold of a cultural need, sometimes the quality of that product exactly. can go down. And exactly. Just like how Fridays Almost shit always. went down. The other Lido's. Yo, shout out to Lido's. I love Lido's. You know what I mean? But I was one of the original guys that went to Lido's on the Delphi. The best pizza. My favorite pizza. Lido's pizza. You know what I'm saying? I used to go to the joint on the Delphi. It's not the same anymore. But it's not the same. <coughs> it's that, really not. That Lido's pizza yeah. from a Delphi right there. Yeah. You can never get that taste again. From the other, you just miss it. You go to the other Lido's, you like ah. The joint that was up Georgia was job too. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's it. it's, it's still franchised. <laughs> yeah. The original one, they in College Park, like the family. Mm, okay. Yeah. That 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 started. That was the family in there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> it's and I I had a this is a recurring conversation. Sauce is beautiful. A recurring conversation, Welcome man. Back. I don't know, man. The business it's is like if me and Benji would have had the mindset early on to like, yo, this is something that's popping. We need to like. Franchise yourself. Do this shit. You know what I'm saying? And if if if, if me and him would have did it, we would have known what quality to, to to have in it. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But it, but 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 it's just like people look at trends, and they see trends, and they capitalize on it before the people that really know how to do this shit and what to really put out there before they can do it. Yeah. And and that and that and, and so that's just like yo, culture over corporate. We got it. Like catch up business wise and shit, like you know what I mean. Word. But maintain the quality. And maintain the quality, and that's what happened. And the with culture. Rap, huh? That's what happened with rap. Yeah. And that's what happened with. Uh, I guess fashion. I guess you can say too. Or anything. Like <coughs> yeah. Anything. Yeah. That is generally what happens. Well, you know, one place that isn't corporate, but <laughs> I don't know. Seems like the quality has 
remained consistent over the years based on what Jay Mills told me <laughs> is that the psychic shop in Adam's <laughs> Oregon. We're, we're, we're segueing into that one. We are. You want to hear that story live yeah, on air? I want to know what's You're going so on at the psychic shop in Adam's Morgan. They're never going out of business. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> um, it was be. as you said it was. She definitely lives there and just be trying to get people to spend that little bread. The one on U Street as well. Wait, did you just go? I did. She actually went. I t- after I told her I wasted yeah. $200 there. After my lifted yoga, my slow-ass walk, I saw it. And I was just like, and, and they were open. I'm like, all right. Let me see what's up. <laughs> so she was there and um, sat down in the chair. It was like, yeah, it said $5 reading out there. And then she's, I went, my person, I actually only had three. I had my card. I was like, you know, can I do it? She's like, oh, you can go to the ATM. I'll do the reading for $3, but, what? you know, you can still. <clears throat> I'm, I'm fast-forwarding because it. she read my energy. Remember I told you, like, psychics can't fool me? She, she, she does have a gift, but she is using that gift for in the, in the to just really extort people as much as possible to feed you know she was trying to hit on things and i purposely was not telling the truth in certain things you know when she asked about people in my life there was she just then she finally called it out she's like well you know you might find yourself in a situation where blah 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 i'm like mm, well you know probably mm. not <clears throat> went back you know Whatever, talked about other things, but then she came back and she just kind of really, really, yeah, said some things that were poignant. Mm-hmm. But then it was like she was fighting herself. Mm-hmm. She she wanted to try and catch me to bring me back to get that money and like, oh, well, I got this and I can tell you how to rid yourself of that and how you can blah, blah, blah. My girl you know, got got like that too. Whatever. And I was like, okay, yeah. Like, but I, of course, I wasn't going to do that. <clears throat> I just wanted to first see just how much of a fraud she was. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> That's but. crazy. I mean, it's interesting. I mean, on the small to the large scale, you know, too. we're talking about a tiny business in, in Adams Morgan, Washington, D.C., to talking about like corporate. Uh, franchises, you know, and on the large and the small scale, um, there seems to be a lack of quality. Um, so it just makes me think about like human nature, you know, like what if you are trying to do something legit, something really good, um, but you want to grow and stuff, you know, at what point does, um, at what point do you go from like having good intentions to just caring about, you know, the bottom line and swindling and getting what you can out of um, people? Man. What are some like <coughs> examples, you know, of hope? <laughs> what are some examples of hope? <laughs> Such a random line of For business. Nikki got contact, y'all. Yo. Um, <laughs> I, w- I will say this one one thing that I've been realizing in my position in the cannabis industry and advising different people with their different businesses and really keeping a close watch to see how many brands are really able to scale themselves economies of scale is what it's called but that's not even here or there I chose to go to school for business I happen to be multi-talented 
I'm a Gemini. You're the Howler. Right? Multiple <clears throat> personalities. I also went to Omega for music. So and I also played piano lessons. And, you know what I'm saying? You used to come in the last stop on Georgia Avenue. Like yes. Back in the day. I was managing that drink right there on Georgia Avenue back then. But, I mean, we were standing in line. Yeah. At up at fucking bar none. I know. Bar Forever. the same thing. Wow, you know throwback. We go about I know her for years. Like damn. Like, like we was kids looking back and shit. Like I wanna say oh five. Yeah. Easily. Yeah. yeah. Easily oh yeah. five. Yeah. For real niggas only. Yeah. Go back. I gra- <clears throat> I graduated high school oh four. <laughs> right, like fresh. Which, which, high, which high school did you graduate from? Roosevelt, Yeah, I graduated in 03. Good stuff. Yeah. Babies. So, at any rate, <clears throat> most people, most, most, <laughs> most people who are the masters of their craft are not the masters of that business. Mm. You know what right. I'm saying? The, the, the person that's in charge of the school district is not a teacher, the person who's in charge of a hospital is not a doctor. The one who owns the restaurants is not the chef. Right. Rarely. The people who make the cars, the people Shout who design the, the cars, they don't own these. I'm like trying to search to find where that is a normal, where the creative is actually in charge of the business. Maybe with software design and stuff like, mm, nope, quite, not quite. Nope. It almost yeah. often always Nation. is some business minded person who comes and takes. Over, yeah. Yeah. we're talking about this credit. a little bit last week, I think, with cooperative business examples. Man. To get into music, like that's I had to make it all things being equal and just know that, all right, so this person who's an artist or whatever, whatever it is you did, that's what you did with your life. While I was in school for business, you was being dope doing what the fuck you do. And I went to school for business what too. people need to understand is that you got to go to school for business. You got to take the time to learn the business of business. You got to take that responsibility because if you don't, you really want to be cocky and I don't got time to learn. I don't want to. Okay, so you want to let somebody else take control of your brand? Or you want to let somebody else (laughs) take control over your time? Your soul, your name? Your time, though. Your time? Your time. That's that real estate. You know what I'm saying? That this is mine. You know what I'm saying? Like that, <clears throat> this, the time is the real estate, and it's having to work for people is taking up too much real estate. You know what I mean? Like they squatting on your time. You, you know what I mean? Doing but, somebody else's dream. But it's like society is like ch- chokehold us into that. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. if, if you learn enough business, you can learn how to hire right. Human resources yeah. is what people need to master. If you are gonna be the CEO, you need to make CEO choices. You need to know who your CFO is, who yeah. your COO is, who like like really understand all of the different people that need to play these different and what their jobs are. So you're saying it's the new standard for artists is if you want to be an artist, you have to got to learn go to business. school for business. You got and it's I mean if you're an artist, Google the shit. That's the new standard. <laughs> learn that shit. I no, like that. but not even. So we was talking about products and stuff like that. Like when you're a business, they don't think about economies of say, of scale. And just making that choice to just be whatever it is that you were faced by this capitalism and consumerism and this allure of expansion. You know, these businesses, they come to you when you pop in and they see that, oh, you need packaging help, don't you? 
How long does it take you to make all of these things by hand? Gotta take hours. All these orders you're getting. Mm -hmm. I noticed that you're taking eight weeks now. We got a team in Thailand. We got a this and that. We got a factory here. You ain't even got a this. We can, how much are you selling right now? We'll buy that in a month. Like, (laughs) what you talking about? (laughs) And people be like, okay. Yeah. Hell yeah. We see it on Shark Tank. We see, you know, this is this is what happens. That's Few are going to be like, nah, Gucci, nah, Fendi, nah, we're going to hand make ours. we just going to hand make it. And if that many people want it, then it's just going to cost more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fuck it. Fuck it. <laughs> and it's like you, you and, 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 and that's the um, quality shit that yeah, you want. Yeah, quality, quality over quantity. And you know the the people at Gucci. You know when you go into Gucci, you know exactly <coughs> what the hell you want. You know what I'm saying? When you go in that joint, you know exactly what you. Mm-hmm. I want to run mean? right back out. That's what I want to do. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like before the but Gucci knows it's like it's a business. Like they know, like the people that want want mm-hmm. our shit, they gonna come get our shit. You know what I'm saying? We need, Wherever we at, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I'm curious, Uptown, as yeah. someone who's an artist. Um, who is remaining true to your craft, your yeah. product, what you want to do, you know, how do you uh, balance your time with creating your craft and and managing, like, the business side of it, um, and, um, you know, just life in general? Um, man, I just, you know, I just find time every, every day for all of it, you know what I'm saying? Well, I'm, 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 I'm putting the work in. At the job, you know what I'm saying? Whether I'm um, in the studio, whether I'm um, uh, coming up with a treatment for a video for myself or somebody else, you know what I mean? Coming up with some designs, with some clothes. Um, I find time for it all every day for real, you know what I mean? Do you still do animated videos? Mm-hmm. I got, I got, I got another, I got another thing coming up. I'm doing. I got a comic book. That I got coming up, and then I got the I, I want a vid- the video to come after the comic book based off the logo. Um, you know what I'm saying? What's the logo on the arm? What's going mm-hmm. on? It's really it's 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 really me. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Oh. Real, but it's just like me on some superhero shit. You know what I'm saying? Like yo, like this is the sticker boom. that I saw all around the city like years ago. Yeah, uh. and that's how I like even found out about you. <laughs> yeah. I was like, who's yeah, the, what's this face that I see everywhere? Money, yeah. exactly. We about to start that whole wave again with the stickers. You know what I'm saying? This is the sticker house club right here. <laughs> oh, yeah, I know, I know. sticker city. <clears throat> yeah, sticker but it's like um, I got I got that idea from like uh, like Banksy and all that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I used to just flood you, the city with like different. So you watched that things. documentary behind the, the, the gift shop? Yeah, the gift shop. So you right exit the gift shop. I watched that joint like. Like every once every six months or something. Can can we do a geek pause? We got some docs, rocks, people. Okay, XO, you started this with exit. Nikki, what documentary that you love? That I documentary that I love. Yeah, man, put us on docs, Uh, rock, y'all. Man, I love documentaries. I mean, as of late, I've been watching a lot about like food justice and farming and, and, and food system transformation. 
um, <laughs> also on like corporate food. <laughs> so <laughs> work. Um, yeah, it is work related, but you know, I want to be healthy, and you know, in, in order for me to like advocate, in order to like transform corporate food systems, I got to know the landscape and what's being put out there and what's being said. So, um, uh, I think. Um, yeah, I'll just the, I guess the one that's coming to my mind right now, and I know a lot of people have seen it, but it is is fast food nation. You mm-hmm. know, it it makes me think every time I get a craving for some McDonald's or or Wendy's, Wendy's. or whatever. You know, mm-hmm. it's just so much preservatives in that stuff, and it travels. Damn, even Wendy's, uh, even Burger King, all of it, yo. <laughs> They're all competing with each other. Um, so. That's that yeah. corporate shit. It's like you can't even trust nothing corporate. You can't. Anything too big. Not even it's a salad. oversight. And y'all heard about trust, uh, uh, genetically modified the eggs life. and stuff yeah. that are being recalled like right now. Like 220 million eggs for salmonella. In, in this area, yeah. too. Yeah, oh, yeah. The big-ass hotels, oh, all the fucking eggs. places that they got washed. You think them shit's washed thoroughly? No. Motherfucker in the W. Yeah. It's not. Come on. So, like, you know, <laughs> I'm just, I'm about like the local, like, can we, we take Take power back into the local economy and good place to go. People grow their own food, support (laughs) farmers markets. You know, so yeah. What about you, Molly? Documentary that you love? So many. Searching for Sugarman, but I talked about that earlier today. Um, Twenty feet from stardom. Oh yeah, hell yeah. Muscle Shoals. Oh, good stuff. Um, Bob Marley, that one. Which one? The one that's like the most him younger one. and like the there's like a lot of really raw footage of him. No, no. Oh, it just like came that. out recently, and like everybody's in it. King Tubby's, everybody's in it, just like talking about Bob, and it's yeah. like, it's, okay, it's just so informative. It's mm. like so so informative, and uh, it's yeah. just good to yeah. to watch it. And that's one of my favorites, Bob Marley. Yeah. That joint. Came I mean, one love, ago. man. You know, one yeah. love, one heart, one destiny. Yeah, that's what no, inspired no, it all that for me. Was so, my yeah. Yeah, Searching for Sugarman. Have you seen that? No, what's that about? Oh, my God, you got to see that. What's that about? That is all about, like, motherfuckers starting revolutions with their music. Yo. That's that shit I'm on. See, that's... Wow. Speaking so, of Bob Marley, Searching for like Sugarman. Like yeah. Yo, this is like Reading Rainbow, but it's yeah. documentaries. This is yeah. dope as fuck. But you, you don't have to take my word for it. But do do I got to see that. <laughs> searching for Sugarman. Yes. Searching for Sugarman. I remember that. Okay, I started this doc rock... Rock... Um, so speaking of revolution, first thing that comes to my mind is the coconut wars, dope ass documentary about this, uh, very small, uh, Melanesian country by Guam and the Papua Islands and, you know, South of Fiji and shit that fought off the colonizers, um, in the most amazing of ways they like made the weapons and like, it's the story of when we won, when we win. So that was dope. Um, Oh, it's Weed Week. So, The Botany of Desire. Oh, mm. shit. I've seen that. Yeah. I haven't. That sounds yeah. interesting. I ain't seen that either. It's, it's, it's dope. Um, it deals with four different uh, plants. Uh, tulips, mm. potatoes, apples. apples, and weed. Mm-hmm. And how our direct interaction with these plants caused them to do what they do in the way that they wouldn't have done without 
us paying attention, even with the tulips, the fact that we like to look at them, cause them to change their colors in a way that's unexplainable. Like, why would they be so many different colors were it not for the fact that we like looking at them? I mean, that's metaphysics. Like, that's basically what it is. It shows that, yeah. When you observe light, light acts a certain way only when you observe it. But when you're not observing it, light acts a different way. Right. So, yeah, the focusing of our eyes on things caused them to be seeing how that changed all these different Mm -hmm. plants was dope, especially for weed. Not going to give away that part. You don't have to take my word for it. But no, don't. Word. (laughs) Well, this is not a documentary, but I do want to take a pause. You know, y'all, we have Uptown XO here, one of the. This dope project coming up. But for our viewers who um, love Uptown, or maybe it's your first time learning about Uptown, uh, we want to show you one of his dope music videos. I highly encourage you to uh, use your culture. Uh, so Nick, can you cue up the uh, spread love video for us this morning? Slow that footage real down. Controls what you do And to claim what you declare What I becomes a part of you You are what you eat You was fed the streets Slave trade ingredients Boats on the beach <laughs> You know the story American gangster The glory Denzel played both parts Some DC's Mozart Before we was Chocolate City Another story With few remains left Preserve it Can you assure me Mention the big brand We all go shopping Blogs write about it And we all go copping Ricky got killed for us New phone pauses Keeping up got us stuck Let's talk about it Grew up in the hood so niggas wanna get out if you can't Cause the lifestyle has got us divided A gal and no pint size Give him a swallow, a shot, and you might die Blame it on karma, uh, uh, uh Shed love Was on the field too, masses descendants on the Forbes list, top two. Fuck the government. What I'm loving is fucking with the people ain't dead if we alive, suffering. Love again, mothership hovering, trying to warn us. Come again, some of them want more bucks. We running them bunnies, they pedicured up. And it's more niggas rapping about getting pulled up. Low income housing, in the clouds and loud in the air. That's high quality browsing, champagne drowning, baptized and rap lives. Got them blasphemous. My fears are black ties, smoking cannabis. A sun to your sapphire, know the savages Won the game by halftime, no parameters System was God written, body God made And my gift God given, even the blind seeing their dreams Come on, nigga, what we say? We about to go off, it's on, niggas uh, 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 Shed love 
planet of the apes, they was talking about us. You know, Avatar, they was talking about us. We in the Matrix. Whole lot of shit is fucked up. Our brothers will kill us for some money just to buy a coupe. Know how it feels once upon a time I would shoot. I would do anything forward at my lowest point. We would have had Jews and Nazis smoking choice. Herb is the healing of the nations. I was in a lawful when God said it's sacred. It got my brothers passing judgment on me. Saying God that made us, made the weed in the trees. Was born next to him, so I be with the thieves. Was right next to him, getting blood on my jeans. Lost in the sauce in my earlier teens. Probably would have smacked you, you wouldn't worry to speak. Only your chosen few were exempt from the speaking, smoking to rule in the pit. Everybody want a way out. Borderline of the hood, the signs say stay out. Inside, niggas got guns and shit the way out. Grandma, we making money, it's nothing to pray about. Sounds of the vibrations, let it play out, play out, play out, play out. Shed love, 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 Yo, yo, yo. Yes, we back in full of fat. Yes. Eminem show. <laughs> yo, yo, yo. <laughs> yo, 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 yo. He's always on time, man. In the, in the break, you started talking about the ADPs. Can you run that list again? Was that some uh, private? Yeah. Can, can you tell, tell, us, tell, tell us more about your project. <laughs> <laughs> so, new question. Real f- flowers in the drain, all that. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Flowers. <gasps> Dope. Speaking of flowers and food, random little off 
topic thing. I just went to a Timber Pizza. Shout out to Timber Pizza. It was very actually, good. it was a bomb. And there was fresh flowers on the pizza. They had like a spring special. It had like pea shoots and stuff, but like little. It looked like little like uh, pansy like edible daisies on it, and it was delicious. Shout out to Odyssey. Edible flowers, I don't like you know me. I'm from, from the hood. You know what I'm saying? So it's like I don't learn certain shit unless I'm exposed to it. Honestly, he, he just a culture motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? True. He know about. He's like, an international no, person. He, yeah. He's gonna go to France and speak French. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, he go. He go. He go. He go. Shut it down. He gonna. You know. He he knows Arabic. He just a culture dude. You know what I mean? I remember my first time eating Thai. Thai food was in um, Berlin, and I was with all ate a rugged man. I didn't even know who he was, but like, like reading up on him, I'm like, damn, this, this dude is a legend. He just uh, did songs with Biggie Smalls, like a Brooklyn legend. You know what I'm saying? So we sitting up in a Thai restaurant with all ate a rugged man, and we did this crazy show. You know what I'm saying? Um, the police raided the spot we was in, <laughs> and all of the crowd left. And my pops moved like when I was a kid. You know what I'm saying? Like I talk about in my music a lot. My pops went around, but he moved to London when I was a kid. Um, uh, like when I was 12. You know what I'm saying? He played on. He played with Gil Scott Heron. You know what I mean? He played the drums or whatever. He's a percussionist. Jazz. You know what I mean? But he moved, so he let him living in London. He met me in Berlin, in, uh, Berlin and came to the show. So we up in the show, you know what I'm saying? You know, him, my stepmother there, you know. I got a cup of glass of wine, you know what I'm saying? You're like, yo, you out here. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's what's up, like, man. Yeah, I'm out here, you know what I mean? And um, I remember I was, I was like, damn, is the crowd going to come back? Because the police came through. On some crazy nonsense, like they just, it was like 50 police came in, like just told everybody to get out. But then a whole other crowd came through and we rocked out. You know what I'm saying? It was crazy. That is crazy. You know? Then it turned into a Jamaican party afterwards. I was like, damn, I need know it was like all these Jamaicans out here. Black people everybody are everywhere. was smoking weed. I was like, dog, this is crazy. This is so dope. The world is so big, but so, so small. Yeah. Everybody. At the same time. Yeah. Yeah, man. Shout out to being an international artist, man. You got countries under your belt, man. That shit is amazing. Like international superstar, international. (laughs) Okay, anyway. Thanks to my man um, Odyssey. Yeah. So uh, y'all created a classic. What's what's going on with uh, Diamond District? Can we expect some music from your glorious trio in the future? Yeah, most definitely. I would love that. Uh, me and Odyssey too. is working on this uh, culture of a corporate project right now. Um, the artist that I mentioned to y'all on a, on a break, um, Kev Brown. Um, I'm working on that joint. Um, I got a uh, I got a joint done, and in this project, I, I did the whole album basically in eight hours. I did the whole album in eight hours. Recorded the whole the whole project in eight hours. It's like songs. Damn. And um, you know what I'm saying, it's just dope. You know what I'm saying, yeah. 
Bullshit. <laughs> yeah. That's on YouTube, man. That joint is a timeless classic. Yeah, like hey, we got some new stuff banger. coming up too, though. We got some. We got some heat, like. Do you have a favorite video? That, that we did. Yeah. Um, I like the All I Had joint, the cartoon joint that, that we did, the first one. That joint is a classic, you know what I'm saying? Yes. And we're going to do a comic book. We're going to do a, we're going to brand a whole, the whole thing. We already did the shirts and the hats, but we're going to take it to a, a whole other level. And I saw just, the pageant. Coming out next year, because right now we're just getting the business right and make sure everything we do, you know, er, all the uh, T's across and the, uh, and the I's is dotted, you know what I'm saying? That's exciting. Following, we'll all be following. Uh, follow Uptown XO on Instagram, on Facebook at Uptown XO E A L U. Yeah. Can we do another roundtable yes. question? Yeah. You got a comment? Clearly, you a video file. You know what I'm saying? You mm -hmm. be on the cinematography tip. You mm -hmm. know, many different. I've directed videos and all that. Favorite movie for the cinematography alone. Favorite movie for the cinematography. Yeah, I had to say Spike Lee. Um, what was his first drink called? What was that? What was that drink called? Um, it was about a chick or something. Not the, not the Mississippi. Masala, his first drink. Girl, are you talking? She's got a hat. Oh, she's got oh, a hat. Oh, think wow. that drink was dope. Cinematography wise, like, it, cause. It, that style, that style that he had was crazy. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Spike Lee, Spike Lee, she's got to have it. That was his first movie. Mm. I go watch that drink. Because, you know, Spike Lee, um, even in the shot that he had of Malcolm X, when Malcolm was like, he was like, he wasn't walking, but he was like gliding. Yeah, the moving um, joint. They did the same thing um, uh, 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 with Wesley Snipes in the drink. Jungle Fever. Oh, it's the same thing. And he did it in shot. Cooklin. Like, that was his, yeah, that's his thing. That, that was like his signature. Yeah, directly to.
on a log kind of. He like, broke the fourth wall in yeah. a way that wasn't cheesy. He he made you a part of a Hell play no. to me. Mm. Yeah, yeah. He brought theater to film in a in this way that I didn't even realize yeah. until you you talking about it right now. It was like and the that's theatrical like shit that, 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 that he was yeah. doing there. Yeah. yeah, shout out to Spike Lee. And it came across as so weird, so oddly, like you like didn't grow away style. Yeah, you know yeah, yeah. What's your favorite cinematography film example? Hmm. I love the way Quentin Tarantino shoots. I was gonna say that him too. Kill Bill shit. That shit was dope as fuck. You know what I'm saying? Like. The Hateful Eight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That shit was dope. Had <laughs> amazing, like the shot, the the way it was shot, and and it made you watch it, you know, in that uh, what you call that that rendering where you gotta have the bar, it just won't be full screen. He's yeah. not chopping off any of this. You was about to get this film work on the TV. You better have seen it in the movies, or you just gonna feel like, oh, I'm missing some parts. But I appreciated every drop of that. Every angle, like God, man, he did the damn thing with that one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <coughs> what about yeah. you, Molly? I'm not a big um, movies person because um, it's not real. <laughs> but um, uh-huh. The Abyss. Wow, mm. throwback. That was a good movie, though. But the way they like shoot that movie, like I felt like I couldn't breathe most of it. Like I feel mm. like, I'm, like, yeah, yeah, you know, like even talking about it makes me feel a little mm-hmm. like. A little That's short easy. of breath. Mm-hmm. That movie fucks me up, man. Maybe that funnel you hit. <laughs> well, no, I've always been afraid of like, of uh, like pools. Because my sister, I blame it on my sister. When we were kids, she told me because um, I was on the swim team. I grew super fast, so they put me on the swim team, and I was like, well, since I was five, so I was always like in like competing, and I hate it. Like I liked the pool, but I was afraid of it because I was fucking five, you know. And my sister told me that one time. When pools were first invented, they weren't, like, see-through, and some kid, like, got sucked into the vent and, like, died because, like, no one could see him. Or What's up with your family did. telling you these tall tales? Yeah, man, like, traumatized <laughs> me for a life. And so, like, whenever I would have to swim in these swim meets, I would, like, jump in and, like, just get as far away from the vent as possible. And, like, anytime I'd have to swim over it, I would swim, like, extra fast. And I've just always, like... And, like, indoor deep pools, man, just, like, freak me the fuck out, you know? Um, so, yeah, like, the idea... this is why you love the abyss? Yes, because, it, like, <laughs> it makes me, like, you know? Because it's, it's, like, whew, you know? Like, god damn, man, that shit is stressful watching that. Imagine being, like, that far underneath the sea. And then their shit is extra deep with that, like, ledge thing and, like... Shout out to swimming. I taught myself how to swim. Mm. Nobody could teach me how to swim. I remember going to swim class, almost fighting the... Uh, <laughs> my uh, instructor, but I taught myself how to swim. Wilson uh, pool, and it was indoor pool, and I would just, I would just dog doggy paddle or get the feel of the water, and stay close to the side. And if I go down, <laughs> I grab, I grab the side, and I and I experimented with that until I got it. So once I could float, I would stay by this by the side and float. And then as I got more confident. I would go further away from the wall, you know what I'm saying? And then I was like, man, damn, I want to jump in this motherfucker, 
know what I mean? Like everybody <laughs> jumping and shit, everybody in the deep end. You know, as we get old, it's like, dog, we gotta learn how to swim, dog. Motherfucker, we diving and shit. Hey, bro, you coming home? Nah, bro, y'all gotta go in. What's that? <laughs> <laughs> in the shallow end and shit. You know what I'm saying? Y'all go in. I'm watching everybody. It's like, damn. So I just jumped in one day and was like, fuck it, and I got it. You know what I'm saying? Taught myself how to do it, though. I mean, sometimes you gotta teach yourself. Sink or swim, yeah. That is true. I mean, facts. For real. True. Nobody could teach me how to swim. You said you almost got in a fight with the swimming instructor. Nah, I did. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> almost got kicked out of the uh, little program and shit we was in. It was like Easter Market, the little pool in Easter Market. Oh, that's that's where I learned I learned how to swim. Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. I swim there. Yeah. That's crazy. I don't. <laughs> You talking about that pool on yeah. Easter Market? Yeah, it was that that indoor pool. Yeah, that's crazy. That's it. DC shit. Yeah. DC is fuck. Yeah, DC is fuck. You yeah. got a blaze. Uh, you got a movie? So blaze. Um, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, let's see. You know, I'm uh, for cinematography. This is something I really enjoy. Um, looking at um i already mentioned uh wes anderson before but you know i just i really like all of his films because they are like pop-up storybooks um and nobody i don't think anyone else has a style like that so what are some of his movies um the life aquatic um uh isle of dogs um gosh there's so many uh the royal tenenbaums okay um uh, Bottle Rocket, uh, Rushmore, all of these, uh, yeah, these different films. Um, but they're all just like beautiful, really, really beautiful. Yeah, it's it's yeah. like you're you're watching a pop up storybook on film. Um, so I think they're pretty cool. But um, the other the other things I really enjoy watching, I'm just nerding out. I love all of the uh, Lord yeah. of the Rings films. Hey, um, me too, though. <laughs> and all of the Hobbit joints. You seen the Hobbit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just I think the landscape is also <coughs> beautiful. Dope. Again, the wide shots, you know, and just like the epic battle scenes. I love that. I love Dope. that stuff. The characters. Yeah. Yeah, and Game of Thrones too. Like I was thinking that. that. Yeah. I was like, well, like, if we're gonna talk the about like, like, all Game of Thrones, though, like for some reason, I just wasn't on. I mean, it's a Game commitment. It it's is a, a commitment. big thing to be on Game of Thrones. It man. is. It's I'm just like, really glad it's gonna actually be on in the winter next season I know, because right? like yeah. winter is coming my ass, man. That's <laughs> fucking bullshit. I look forward to staying inside during yeah. the winter. I want to be like. In a blanket, like all bond up, like when it's cold outside, watching yeah. Game of Thrones. I don't want it to be July, you know, but I'll watch it anytime it comes on. But uh, it is what it is. But, um, you know, it's uh, a couple of things. So it's 1022. It's almost time for us to wrap up uh, this yeah. evening. But we do have one more video that we wanted to show just because it's uh, very special that when we have a, an artist, uh, rap artist here locally. So we want to. Uh, promote their work for the culture, and uh, culture over corporate. we have a, uh, a Diamond District video to show that highlights the city and uh, Uptown, Odyssey, YU. Shout out to Shout all out of to them, my brothers. creating yes. culture, making beautiful uh, sounds for the district. So let's roll that video, and then we'll come back with uh, and close out with our beautiful metaphysical moment with Jay Mills. No
girls could do it, you know it's only them Back like the rapture, still doing it for the capital worldwide now We like Earth when the fire, superb fly sound But now back to take a higher DC Voltron, Mozart, Beethoven, Bach Quotables in the Washington Post, y'all Do it for the cap like we over budget And overdo it cause we do it like nobody does it And younger, we y'all like the best though Five Mike the Metro, and hindsight, freedom for the ghetto We claiming the tours, claiming they roll We came in the door, dropping the law to the gimmicks But it's stopping the pause, now say hello to the ending What started you all, but true intentions The rhythm was the root of it all See you later, it's never goodbye When the spirit comes back in the music Now you know why, march You miss some meals, different fields, spinning wheels You try to live your dream, chilling kills Moments get stolen like a thief that still and fail Don't zoom in on any human more than you do yourself You get a L, just know at the end of the day that you did it well If not, to keep rocking, locking your target and bang Aim high, cause otherwise you see I know like this I push forward knowing that don't nobody owe my shit I do what make most sense and roll with great folks That ain't no glitch, we make pay so to stay focused Upon the greater, don't wait up for later, that may never come Now it's a gift that show could be taken from anyone Taught not to run, never stop knowing them cops won't come But still we march on Washington Come on Extra, I make an income, I'm a beast From the east, the product, the hardest streets Harder east, smaller the peace, margin larger the teeth Man, it's just the way it go, if I wanna say it so Saying no ain't even close, I'm too high to be laying low Different dates, same shit, same script, different play This the way of the world and I'm just trying to fit in place And trying to play the part of a mockery to my eye So anything I do was a part of me from the start I'm getting better sleep while these niggas lying in the way Keeping moving with the truth while niggas lying in place Holyfield deals on the counter, ain't for the fakes DMV where we know is the greats Keep up with the pace And we are back. Thank you for uh, enjoying that video with us. We love Diamond District. Uh, hey. You know, just a phenomenal uh, trio of DC rappers here, um, you know, with local celebrity, but like a whole lot of international swag also. So shout out to them. Yes. And uh, it is that time to transition and close out our show, but to hand it over to Jay Mills, it's time to get metaphysical, y'all. Let's get 
Metaphysical. Metaphysical. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <coughs> wait, wait no business shout out? Well, well we, shout out to clothing line. We did. We know we can do Shout out to Edu. Shout out to uh, my man Sean, one of my partners. Um, I got a new business coming out uh, called One Force. And we partnered up, uh, me, bring my homies. And we definitely about to have some custom clothing, some one-of-ones at the art galleries that we that we do. So at the art galleries, you also can get the clothes. You know what I'm saying? Is this where we can get the patches, too? All that. Jackets with the with the with the with all the patches on it, and um, it's gonna be dope, man. You know what I mean? Just look forward next year. And the whole theme is gonna be culture over corporate. You know what I'm saying? At these events, we're gonna show the documentary that we that we do. We just gonna be getting different people's opinions, different people's perspectives, different stories, like the one I told y'all about the funnel. Different cities, you know what I'm saying? And just promote. Uh, Getting around a monopoly board, you know what I mean, and, 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 that, and that's what the whole theme about it. It'll get us to get, get around a monopoly board. When we get around, we own something. You know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? Yeah. Bullshit. Gotta own something off this motherfucker. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, shout all out right. to uh, <laughs> to and shout out to all the independent artists who own their masters. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. Mm. You know. Yes. So, um. We getting metaphysical. <laughs> J Mills, what's that song you used to do back in the day? She used to do one song and fucking just kill it at the open mics. You know that joint? I don't know. It's a couple. I don't know which 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 one. I got more than one song. What was it about? And then at the end, she used to always like do this sensual, jive, little sexy little. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> You know what I'm talking Doesn't about. Doesn't narrow yeah. it down. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's J-Mills everything every J-Mills day. has ever done. <laughs> Yo, this, the, oh, that sounds... This is like, this is like what was I rapping about, though? Like, how old? Like, was it eye contact? Like, that joint? Like, did I do it with flow, or did I do it by myself? You dolo. Damn. Dope dolo joint. I don't know. I was fucking him up with the Nicki remix joint. The only joint. Oh shit! He said bar none. Yeah, whole decade ago. I used to do salmon. I don't know. Anticipation, eye contact, game. I think it was eye contact. Yeah, that joint was pretty sexy. She was dope, yo. Like she was dope. She is dope. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Like yo, like and the talent here. Like this shit is crazy in this town. Like people have to see this shit. Everything needs to be documented. Everything needs to be. On film, every single thing, everything. You know what I'm saying? I, I just like fully agree so much. Like I, I'm a avid, you know, student of history, and one of my favorite times is looking at the Harlem Renaissance and all of the artists of all of the kinds that just naturally were like this concentration of dopeness. Man, Instagram being out back then. (laughs) What would Langston Hughes tweet, yo? His Instagram. Probably something really dumb, (laughs) and then we would all hate him. (laughs) And we would have destroyed him before he could have ever made a real impact. We would retweet him all the time. He would have those posts like Rob Hill Senior or something. He would be extra, extra dope. But anyway, um, we're living that now in D.C. With the artists and just how multi-talented the artists are. Shout-outs to Duke Allenson. Shout-outs to Sula High, VPA alum. Um, 
Shout outs to U Street. U Street. Bar none. Shout outs to Bar None. Shout outs to True Open Mics. True School. Shout yeah. outs to Jabari motherfucking Exum. Like just seeing. He was in the Black Panthers movie. In the. Pe- in. He was in the movie. Shout outs to Chadwick Boseman. Like, yes. what? Like, DC has just made so many diamonds. Like, it's like the Mickey Mouse Club where everybody's famous now. Right. <laughs> Except way better. <laughs> right, but Less way better. better. Way doper. Shout outs to, you know, Picasso. I just, I've really seen the macroeconomics that work with, you know, hip hop and what it means in the world and how we don't understand what it means in the world for our culture to be out there like that more than American culture. It has surpassed that black culture as expressed, not just black urban, like just this, this particular way of life no, that's, that's exhibited. Well, I say that because, you know, shout out, I, I, I feel like, you know, BC boys, you know, Shout outs to the whole Latinx massive and, and whatnot. Yes. I personally feel like it's a culture, not a color. But it's, and it's still in your not, heart yeah, and soul. But it's like I said, like like I was saying before, like hell no. Like we can't be dumbed down to No, we cannot. Crayon, uh, but at the same time Right. Because it's not, not it's not encompassing enough and it becomes not divisive when things like that are said and it loses the context of So I'm back to urban. Inner city. <laughs> 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 urban inner city life expressed through graffiti and dance Real and hip-hop. beats. Real hip-hop. Right. And overseas, when I went over there, they was on that shit. Motherfucker. Yo. The culture. He stopped his show and he had like people from the crowd come up and break dance. They was break dancing in the middle of his show. Yo. Then he then then he then he performed. Then he stopped again and called me, why you um you know, everybody that 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 you know perform yeah. perform before him, opened up for him. He called everybody back on stage to have a cipher. You know what I'm saying? It was uh, with me, Jedi Mind Tricks, oh. I ate a rugged man, Blue, um, Blue, Exile, and um, Fashion. Stuff that drink. It was dope. It was All about the culture. That's what that's that's what that shit was about. You know what I mean? Like, and then in hip hop, you look at Jay Z. Big Daddy Kane did Jay Z the same way. You know what I'm saying? That's how Jay Z got on. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Man, so. I think that the connection, being supporters and fans of people that you know, mm-hmm. is a beautiful contradiction that is important to be seen on a on a higher level, you know, given the competitive, divisive nature mm-hmm. um, that hip-hop has that I don't yeah. think we have in the city, you know? Like... And I hate... I, I hate... That's what I hate about business, though. You know what I'm saying? The fact that in business, sometimes you got to put somebody out of business, you know what I'm saying, in order for your business to... Flourish, you know what I'm saying? Mm. Occasionally, it, it, it's but enough, not. It's enough room, and especially for the creative people, this 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 what I preach to them. Like, it's enough room for everybody to eat. Yeah, you know what I'm yeah. as long as your work, like my work, you know what I'm saying? And because I need this, like, what's that flavor you said that was? 
What's that flavor you said that was? Yeah, oh, Tangyland. If if, if 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 you got Tangyland and I got Tangyland, it's like, come on, though. No. Right. Like, no, I need my own. Right. So, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because she already got that. But in a certain area, it depends on how much you can supply and demand, you know, how much you're dealing with in your different areas. But if she's the only one with it in the world, I'm so popular. And that's what art is, though. That's what art is. You know what I'm saying? Like your fingerprint. Mm -hmm. You're the only one with it in the world. That's what art is. And after you do it, there are those that try to... Your art is your art. You know what I'm saying? And everybody can... Everybody should be creating, not only creating uh, paintings or songs, but then coming up with ideas to solve problems and push the culture forward. You know what I'm saying? They should. So we don't have to, <laughs> like, why do we have to, we, we, just, we, just, we don't just create songs. We don't just create clothes. No, we can create uh, uh, the next Apple or the next product that will be like an Apple product, you know what I'm saying? Or the next innovative thing that's groundbreaking, like Twitter or something like that. That can come mm -hmm. up from us too, from the urban community or black community, or mm -hmm. you know what I mean, in the hood, or the Latino community in the hood. You know what I'm saying? It can. In the poor community. Or to uh, community. Invest, invest in our communities and our education and all of that. And right now, that should be an attack. And, 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 and the thing about education is just like this. If you want to be educated, you're gonna be you, a person is gonna educate themselves. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I was you the type have of person. To. I know I was the only nigga in my in, in my crew that was going to the library and just chilling for a minute. I'm in the library, dog. And just, you know what I'm saying? From around in the library, dog. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I've been bought his books, just like for you know what I'm saying? Seeing what to do. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I've been being this for a minute. <laughs> like, I know the people that I, you know what I'm saying, rock with. They ain't going, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> they not rocking like that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Most of them, though. But it's like, it, 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 it's, it's those certain steps that, 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 that I took to be exposed to the things that I wasn't exposed to. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Because the educate the shit that's too convenient, it ain't good for you. Not at Information all. Information that's too convenient, it, come on, though, it's not good for you. Though. Not at all. It's that corner store shit. Oop. Shut up. that corner store shit. The information is up, boom. Like when you go on the news, I'm up, boom. <laughs> it's right there. I didn't, have to, I didn't have to search for this information. Anything worth having, you got to put in work for. You know what I'm saying? So if the information comes to you like, bop, you got to question it. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. It's just like mm -hmm. everything that's in the corner store. Everything that's in the corner store, right at the corner is going to be honey buns and Sweets mm -hmm. and ain't no fruit in that motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? It's like yo, like and that stuff makes people the sluggish. Shit. So the things that come convenient, you got to question that shit and be job whole. Mm -hmm. You got to put in work if you really want truth. If you want education, it's not going to be through the convenient education you get through going through your public school or even your private school. You know what I'm saying? The to the convenience is going to come. I mean, the education is going to come when. You really seek out what you really want. It's just like me with just rap shit. Right. You know what I'm saying? And everything that I've done and, and fuck it, I'm about to go up New York and da da da. Yeah. Like fuck a job. Boom. Like when you see, I was was man y'all was managing last stop and shit. Um when you was coming in that joint, you was promoting something. You used to be throwing your little parties. Who knows? Uh oh. She was promoting something. She was like, yo, boom. 
Well, I remember you, I, I bought a tape from you one day. A CD from you was pumping too. It was like a tape. No, <laughs> CD. It was a CD. No, it wasn't that far back. <laughs> 1978. But it was like, I remember Wale came, came, came in the store and was like, oh, you can meet John, man. Go on the road with me if you, John. It's John. You got to cut your job out. I'm like, man, I don't know about that. Like, dog, I still had the mentality back then. I was a kid, though. You know what I'm saying? Being mm-hmm. throwing a title. And I was like, I just got this title. Mm-hmm. I was like, do I, do I want to lose this title or do I want to go on the, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I, I want to do that, but it's like, uh. And then eventually I had to say, fuck them. You know what I'm saying? That was downtown yeah. locker room. Gotta shine. <laughs> Managed every joint in the city. Man. 8th Street, Minnesota Avenue, um, uh, 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 Rhode Island Avenue, PG Mall, Eastover. On some young shit. Before it was like everybody knew XO. That was my before my first project came out. I was managing businesses. And then what I learned with that, I applied it to my own uh rap shit. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? As far as the tedious shit that comes in with just o- o- organizing the team and then being a leader. Business. You know what I'm Business. saying? So I was like putting myself through job like school, you know what I'm saying? And still end up getting with Kenny Burns and that part Wale Wale was with I mean that's my nigga everyone's path is different you gotta trust yours that's a wisdom nugget wisdom nugget (laughs) (laughs) Um, what what flavor is that because wow I I have like I'm so high dude I'm so tired I'm just like dreaming about my bed man I gotta do this moment before yeah, my just, brain. So we can wrap it up. We've been trying, right? We've been trying. We gotta wrap it up. <laughs> okay. The first one was Tangy Land. The second one was uh, Jaeger. Shout out to Purple Fucking Week. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Um, Take it away, Jay. Culture over corporate. Man. Metaphysical moment. One love. <laughs> um. I've been thinking a lot lately. You know. As the seasons change and then change back as we are on the 93rd of January. That's what it feels like. I was like, wait, what? Like, is this some shit I don't know about? Some, like, special black calendar? (laughs) January just didn't end. It just lasted until April. Apparently. Um... (laughs) Or is it February? I don't know, but yo, hmm. how fickle we are with the relativity of this world and our relationships to it, and how often we project how we feel about things onto everyone else. Man, you are the reality of your pers- your your perspective is your reality, and. My metaphysical message is on shifting the reality to a a new type of perspective that um, ultimately an illusion of conditions when it comes to love that we universally tend to suffer from. And it stems from very, very deep, deep sources that are just repeated in our our first examples of what love is supposed to be. you can find it within religion when you believe that this creator of this universe, of this all, of this everything needs something from you. And if you do not, that then you lose this love. So if it is that 
that which is perfect cannot have a perfect love, an unconditional love. We see that with parents. But <clears throat> the idea of putting the conditions and things like that, when you become a parent, you realize, like, not really. Like, can never not love my kid. No matter what you do, I cannot like what you do. I can know what you're about to do. I can tell you not to do that thing. I can punish you for doing what I told you not to do, but I will never stop loving you. There truly are no conditions on my love. There's nowhere you can go outside of my love, no matter how far you try to run away from my love, no matter how bad you try to be, you you can't escape that. Now, different people have different understandings of love. Maybe they have a misunderstanding of love, and that misunderstanding is what drives you to seek conditions and drives you to feel like you don't have a limitless source of love because you don't believe in a limitless source of love, but you are a limitless source mm -hmm. of love. You are a lit unlimited. Yeah. Unlimited. Was I saying limited? I'm blaming limitless. Limit you said limitless. I said limitless. Unlimited is better. There we go. Boom. That's a better <laughs> Boom. A better you know, we guard the fucks we give. Like they're just uh you know, we live in this world. We're just so proud of being savage and not caring yeah. and just being so cold. Like that's, that's so, some bullshit. That's some. It's some straight up bullshit. Y'all need to we, stop that. <laughs> we gotta be love. There's this saying that this woman gave to me when I was in Philadelphia that I find the need to repeat when I meet someone and we have this beautiful connection. It is that I loved you before I met you. We have these different conditions that we put on love and you got to earn my love and I got to wait to see if you does I loved you before I met you you were sent to my life for a reason every single person that comes to your life is a blessing and a lesson and a blessing they can be there for a day they can be there for a season they can be there for a lifetime you are there to learn something we are human beings and our being is only known in relativity that's why solitary confinement is one of the most horrible things you can do to a human being because our reality is based on our interaction with the world recipes can leave brown so when it comes to love and how this entire culture and this paradigm is just reinforcing this idea that you got rules and you got punishment, you can fall out of love and you can not be divine. You you will always be. You know, I feel like we always <laughs> work it back into this point that you will always be who you always were because you exist in the realm of the absolute, not where the body lives. You live in right. tri in in Trinity. You are the body. You are the mind. You are the spirit. You are the all. You are the everything. All of these things, like that thing that's not in your body when your soul leaves it, but your eyes are still open. That thing that thing spark that, that see. what it is. You know, you are not any. You are not your body. We know this. We know this, but we don't want to accept this. We want to make our yeah. everything based on, well, I'm a woman, I'm a Washingtonian, I'm a this, I'm a that. No, you are not. What did you come here to do? Love. And how are you going to show this love? Benevolence, compassion, patience, 
that's what you came here to do, you know? We get caught up in the money and what we want to get, but it's not what you want to get. It's what you want to do with it because it's what you want to feel. We got to start asking, how do I want people to feel? Not what do I want them to do? Not what do they want from me? None of that. You here for love. Be love. How do you want people to feel? And how do you want to feel? Make a proactive (laughs) decision that I will be love and there's nothing you can do to disturb that because misery loves company and I can't stay with negativity. I won't. You won't take it. I'll see it and I'll laugh and it will make you mad. You ever laugh at somebody that thought that they was going to hurt you? Oh my God. (laughs) Yeah, dude. The The opposite of love isn't hate. It's apathy. You don't give a fuck. You ignore them and watch how it infuriates. It's it's almost crazy how the how that works. Like, no, the coldness of the light not to shine, but it's not even like you don't love them. Sometimes loving somebody can be an enabler. Sometimes mm-hmm. you the sun does set. Does it not love the earth? We're to this cold ass spring we having. We all ah like we forgot. Watch when the summertime hit how we gonna complain about how hot it is. It's gonna be hot as shit. <laughs> it's gonna be hot yeah. and humid. Gotta taste that. Like twenty four hours. No, like, you know, okay, next week when it's eighty degrees. <laughs> you know? But that's the relativity of humanity, forgetting the absolute that we exist in, always trying to Nah, man, the color is love. Appreciate it all. Be love. And every choice and possibility that you have, be proactively, violently loving in life, yo. Because there's some motherfuckers that love to hate. I feel like there's a lot of people who consider themselves to be loving and nice, but you're not actively doing it. You're like, oh, well, you know, maybe. That's that's getting back to the drive. (laughs) I've never heard that voice before. (laughs) (laughs) You got to be a good driver. You got good drivers, you got bad drivers. Man, exactly. have confidence in the will of your will, man. You got to get out there and be proactively loving. Come out there thinking about who am I going to bless today? Who am I going to see? What am I going to do? Because this motherfucker's like, who's, who am I going to rob? Who the fuck am I about to? We need some people just like that, but to give and to love and to be loved. We got to be that, y'all. That's my metaphysical moment, yo. Thank you for sharing that yeah. with us and reminding us. As always, <laughs> to be loved. Love. To shine our lights. We need love. Yes. And, uh, you know. That was dope. I'm just thankful for the, for the rain, honestly. I'm thankful it's not snowing. Yeah. I'm thankful for the rain because my flowers in my garden are going to bloom soon. Hey. And, you know, so it's all about perspective, like you're saying. But I want to um, thank you for that metaphysical moment. I want to thank Uptown XO Chip. for Chip. joining Chip. us on the show. Again, folks who are watching, please follow him. XO, so you can, baby. You can learn about his uh, compilation project, Corporate. I'm sorry. Culture, Culture over, corporate. over corporate. Culture over corporate coming yeah. soon. And it's, it's, it's going to be the wave for 2019. Already in the future. Say. Yeah, mm-hmm. for, the, for 2019. Yes. Everything I'm doing this year is for next year. So Being proactive. And all the next year. This is Forward all always. All you're going to hear about. So I'll probably be back up here. Talking to y'all about the project. We would love that. You're always welcome um, at y'all One be Love Massive. New videos, then y'all gonna get the artwork. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Yeah. We can have a private like screening of this drink. Twenty people get the screen right there. Boom. Private. That'd be cute. Type shit. You know what I mean? Documentary. But 
stay tuned, folks. Stay tuned, y'all. For more yeah, from Uptown on. XO and uh, and for more Eminem show Eminem. in the future. Eminem show. <laughs> Peace out, everyone. <laughs> Happy Tuesday night. <laughs> that was dope. Never smoking.